0: This is the Rich Eisen Show. Raiders have a new quarterback. You heard of him? Hello, handsome. Is that a 10-gallon hat? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. They have ranches, and they've offered uh, Jimmy Garoppolo free chickens for life. (laughs) The Rich Eisen Show.
1: Well, we found the difference between uh, Derek Carr and Jimmy G being quarterbacks of the Las Vegas Raiders. Earlier on the show,
2: co-host of Good Morning Football, Kyle Brandt. Coming up from the CBS drama, True Lies, actor Steve Howey. Plus, latest news and
1: more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Ah, Yeah, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, third hour version of this show. We're here on a busy Wednesday. We're having a lot of fun uh, here in Los Angeles, California, and this third hour is going to be a lot of fun as well. Uh, Steve Howey, who is in the, what would you call it, a reboot of True Lies or a uh, re-imagination of of True
0: Lies? Yeah, re-imagination. We all know the the great movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and...
1: Jamie Lee Curtis from Tom Ar- Tom Arnold, who's going to be appearing ago, in the show,
0: and now it's going to be a series. It's, I cannot wait for this.
1: Yes, Absolutely. one of my favorite movies, True Lies, was awesome. Yeah. True Lies awesome. airs tonight every Wednesday at ten Eastern on CBS. <laughs> I love the way you say that. Well, I mean that's that's just the way Nance says it. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Nance, we just re we just reimagined our um, our brackets from the Sweet Sixteen to uh, to cutting down nets. Well. Most of us did. TJ already had. He still has three of his final four uh, alive in the brackets, including the the national champion. You had UCLA the whole way. I did. I've been so terrible.
0: I apologize to everyone I just picked.
1: You're never good at this. You realize that, right? Picking a bracket. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty terrible. (laughs) Pretty terrible. Yep. We used to have the loser of the Rich Eisen Show competition wear clown makeup.
0: Four in a row. Four in a row. Buffalo Bills. It.
1: My kids still remember that. Is Brock wouldn't we the clown makeup this year? Did my kids still remember that.
0: Well, we used to have so. people walking around outside, and I would put on a sandwich board that says, "I have
1: March sadness," and I would ask them to give me a hug. That is true. I have March sadness. We gave you, and Eric Stone Street was livid oh. over the way so we made mommy. you up. He actually gave us instructions. Yep. On how to properly apply makeup for uh, a clown makeup, he was livid.
0: I think I had a balloon
3: one year. He was year.
1: legitimately upset. Yeah, he was very mad.
3: He's like, you guys are, you're like not even coming close.
1: To he told clown. me that one, one year like, and I thought he was joking. joking. No. And then we did sleeping. it again. And, he then, he, and then he called he up, not. he goes, if you don't call me next year yeah. to tell you how to apply <laughs> clown makeup, we're going to have a problem. He was really upset. <laughs> yeah. He was legit. A- irate. fizzbo was ready to come here and get very upset. Yes.
0: Fizbo. Right. So, um.
1: And it, it, if you missed the first two hours, great conversation with Kyle Brand of Good Morning Football and Mike Florio Pro Football Talk. This show reairs on the Roku channel as soon as we're done. There's also our podcast version of the show all three hours through the Cumulus Podcast Network. It's available wherever you get any podcast, Apple, Spotify, and so on and so forth. Uh, we're watching uh, the pro day activity of C.J. Stroud uh, in front of many scouts, and in front of the entire Carolina Panthers staff and ownership group. I mean, my goodness, they're all there. So, uh, And then everybody moves down to Tuscaloosa for tomorrow's Pro Day in Alabama. So that's what's up right there. Uh, before Steve Howey comes out uh, here in our third hour, uh, let's take this phone call of our friend Jeff in Detroit who's been hanging on for hey. quite some time. What's up, Jeffrey? How you been?
2: What's going on, um, fellas? How's everything? Yeah. Us? What's yep, going on, been, man? Been? Oh, man, listen, you know, um, I'm wondering, did I enter into bizarro world? Because I know what it is to have a suckish quarterback. And I can't understand why they just can't get the Lamar deal done. I mean, somebody that's 700%, 49 wins, 12 losses or something like that, dude is a monster. And another thing is the most lion sting in the world is you take a rusher. 17, I wanted to call in so bad. I'm glad you guys are on the Roku channel. But the only thing is I can't call. Man, I was going to call you at 5 o'clock yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, he hit the nail on the head. Why get rid of Jamal? 17 touchdowns, 1,000 yards. We haven't seen numbers like that since Barry Sanders. And the first thing they do is get rid of him. My thinking is this, and this is just me, this is. The offense had grown, the offensive coordinator is coming back, the whole scheme is coming back. Don't mess with the it if it's not broke. Let me
1: just counsel here, Jeff, because you've been a fan of this show, and you've been calling in for eight years, and I feel I owe it to you, okay? You're a good man, mm-hmm. you call in here we, we we've, I believe we've had a rapport, we even have a an on screen graphic for when you call you're one of our favorites. It sounds like to me you have what I have, which is. The scars. The scars of years of being let down. The scars <laughs> yes. of years of fi- thinking the corners finally turned only to have a trapdoor open on you.
2: Knowing what it is. I get knowing it. Knowing exactly what it is.
1: And sometimes you got to see what's happening staring you in the face. What would you say the last time things looked good? Jim Caldwell was the coach and Stafford was there, exactly. right? Exactly. Okay.
2: Exactly. And then before that. Any type of. Hope around, and here.
1: then before that, what 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 would you say before that? Would you have to go back to Wayne Fonts? I'm serious. I'm I'm not joking. You know, I I don't I don't know when you would have to go back. So I I I might be missing a portion of the restore the roar, uh, belief and hope uh, part of your world. I'm you know I'm what? just I'm just
2: we, gonna and, and and help me do this one real quick. Yes, we were ch- kicking it around the barber shop. Outside of Matthew Stafford, name me one quarterback that the Detroit Lions have had that was worth mentioning.
1: And I, I hear you, but you currently have a quarterback that's been to the Super oh, Bowl.
2: I love Jared Goff. I love, you I love him. You have a quarterback. I'm just scared. You I love Jerry. I'm a... loving the way that everything is, is worked out for him. Absolutely. He was a very uh, unexpected pleasure. Absolutely. Most, most and,
1: and he's been to the Super Bowl. And you've got a guy that, if you do start going on a playoff run, you know who who's if I'm not mistaken, has won a playoff game in Lambeau Field um, and wants, I, wants to be here I, I, and wants to be there and didn't and didn't look at, at being traded away by the Rams as a uh, uh, being sent to football prison and They've and and you have and you have a coach and some coaches and you've got some ballers, and they are they're a team that I believe in now. And again, I know I don't wear the scars. Oh, hey and you, I know I've been right
2: there with you. And you I know I've been.
1: And I know I, I have sat there in, in, an, in an empty Silver Dome, you know, back in the '90s, and I was able yes. to pick my seat when the Jets came in with an equally terrible team. So you and I have similar situations. I like what's being built there. I think they're going to add more players in the draft. I understand that you're wondering what are they doing with Jamal Williams, but. David Montgomery, I think, can score from the spots where um where uh, where where Williams scored from and I think you're going to be in good shape and I just wanted to give you that verbal hug.
2: Thank you. I, I Listen, I needed that. I, You're I Honestly, welcome. I needed that. I know that you have an NFL mind. You're around it. You sniff it. You drink it. You eat it. I come to you for my NFL information. So I know with that coming from you, I can feel a little bit better because I know if, if, if it gets bad, guess what? You just be pulling the couch out and I'll be back laying on it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it doesn't come to that. Thank you, I'm Jeff. I'm hoping that we can call and talk about victories that we get, not getting you. Oh, my goodness. can't wait for this season to come up, man. There you go. Thanks
1: thanks for the call. That's Jeff in Detroit. Our uh, segment talking about the Lions uh, clanked around the Internet tubes last night. You're officially on board. I am officially on board. I have a seat in the Lions bandwagon. And unfortunately for you Lions fans, I had a seat on the Las Vegas Raiders bandwagon at this very point. Maybe what should I every year hop on somebody's bandwagon in March? Agree. Every year, great idea. It's a new tradition, new unlike tradition. any other. By unlike any other, no one else is doing it. It's not like it's good, a singular good experience. Good luck, Lions
0: fans, because it did not go well.
1: Let me just say one more Raiders thing here about. Um, you say something about Rogers and the Jets, and the Packers. Still talk. Still people still talk about leverage. I and mean, every single day that this thing yeah. doesn't get handled, it's still about still about leverage. Jets fans are not up in arms we're not up in arms I'm not up in arms you know what I would be up in arms if training camp hits and he's not there and now suddenly we're missing some real key moments that's when the pressure I think starts to build for the Jets because what are they going to do start the season with Rodgers having no practice time no nothing with his teammates other than whatever camp Rodgers he might be able to do if that's what the Packers are really waiting for, for real, I mean, we heard Florio say June one. After that, the Packers can save money if they trade. Uh, they trade Rodgers. I almost said Favre because it just reminds me of the same damn thing over again, over again. Okay, is that when the deadline is? Is that when the deadline is? Because to me, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with June one being a deadline. Rodgers, you don't have to show up to OTAs. Don't worry. Give, let me get those reps to Zach Wilson. Give those reps to Zach. Happy to have that. Because that's the whole idea that Rodgers is coming. He's a bridge quarterback. Right? That's the whole plan here. Jets don't want to give up on Zach just yet. Let him learn from Rodgers. Let him get under the system of Nathaniel Hackett. Let's go. Great. Let him get those reps. Oh, And all those draft choices that we don't have to then give up for Rodgers that the Jets can use in this year's draft? Great. Use them. Love it. I'm all in on that, too. So the Jets use their draft choices, get reps for Zach Wilson. Rodgers doesn't have to show up to offseason workout programs. He can just have Lazard and everybody else to wherever he wants. Malibu, uh, Oregon, wherever he wants to have his time. You know what he should also do? Um... He should spend his time if the Packers don't make the maneuver monetarily for him because it might be that, might not be draft compensation, might not be what the Jets and the Packers are talking about, might be some sort of standoff between Rodgers and the Packers that we're completely unaware of right now. And if that's what that is, you know what Rodgers should do? He should uh, take a trip. Springtime in Wisconsin is beautiful. (laughs) He should take a trip. If he's somebody that doesn't appear to um, bristle at awkwardness, if he does not appear to bristle at that, doesn't mind creating an awkward situation, doesn't mind creating something that gets people talking, potentially negative about him, if that sort of stuff does roll off his back, you would know be a good thing to do? Uh, right around post-draft when everybody's, Showing up and the rookies and it's Jordan Love's time to start taking over the program. Showing up. Show up. Just want to see what's going on around here. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna show up in my locker. Hey and everybody. The, time, the time to walk in, you know what would be the great time to walk in? Great time to walk in would be right in the middle of a press conference being held by the general manager of the team. Wow. <laughs> Just like Jimmy Chickwood walked in when they were all in – Hoosiers but they were firing the coach. Bounce did, the coach. Right? Yeah, 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 no, no, just show up. A little different. <laughs> just show up. Created a stir. Created a stir. <laughs> Stand in the back of the room. I'm here. Oh, and everybody, once you're done talking to the GM, I'll be in my locker. Just hanging out. Packers open the door to that if they keep it waiting, too, don't they? Wow. Just an idea. Just spe- Balling, throwing it in the direction of who's got leverage. Look, this thing is going to happen. The Packers are not going to spend $60 million of their money and hand it to Aaron Rodgers because he's still there on September 1st. That is not happening. We all know it. Everybody knows it. And we all know that the Jets are not going into the season with Zach Wilson as their week one quarterback in September 1. We know that too. And the person that they are going to have as their quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. The sooner we get to that point, I think for everybody is better. But the longer that if you want to talk about Jets have no leverage in this, I just kind of laid it out for you what their leverage is. That's their leverage. Now, if the Packers want to play it out and it's now August 1, Then you're starting to. Do they really want to go down that road? Do they really want to go down that road? Because that's the road that if you're slow playing it now and you're willing to blow off your draft choices in this year's draft. Okay. Got it. Maybe they want to wait till after the draft. Because if it is a sliding scale of if the Jets make the Super Bowl, then this is now, instead of a four, it's a one. And if the Jets make this, then instead of a four, it's a two. And if Rodgers plays another year, then instead of a four, it's a three. You can't really do that in this year's draft because the draft choices are fixed. True. So maybe that's what it is, too. Let's not use
3: fixed. Let's use they're set in place. They're set in place (laughs) in
1: stone. Like apparently everybody in this conversation is right now. Stoned? No, yeah. set oh. in stone. Oh. Oh. TJ. <laughs> so set talking in about stone. Larry again. My bad. I'm saying to everyone, this is going to happen, and if they are going to start messing with Rodgers and the Jets long enough, Wisconsin in May is a great time of year to visit that beautiful state of our union. <laughs> Did you just Look a, at you stirring stuff up. I'm <laughs> <just> not. <laughs> I'm just talking about options. Wow. Let's take a break. Steve Howey is here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, in person. He's already been out, so he knows what the set looks like, and we can't wait to have a chat with him and talk about TJ's best friend, Ashton. That's coming <laughs> up next. <laughs> hey, folks. It's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me – back here with our terrestrial radio outfit along with Sirius XM and uh, Odyssey we just saw a clip of True Lies that airs tonight every Wednesday as well at 10 p.m. Eastern on CBS Steve Howey is here it is wild to see True Lies like existing man it's pretty cool what a phone call to get because walk me through it how'd you
4: what'd you get so um Anthony Hemingway a mm-hmm. uh, great director producer he directed some episodes of Shameless he says I'm directing this show you got to do it. I said, What is it? He said, It's true lies. I said, From the movie? Like the true lies, right? Yeah. Schwarzenegger? Yeah. <laughs> James Cameron? hmm. Tom Arnold? Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes. You know, Oscar award winning.
1: Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis, indeed. Uh, oh, by the way, I would have given her the Oscar from uh, her work in True Lies, by the way. Oh, my God. Yes, I absolutely. Know. Yes. From all the scenes. Correct
4: and then uh one in in particular as well exactly (laughs) Exactly. that's That's the one i'm talking about that's
1: the shameless from me (laughs) i'm I'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt you (laughs) so the phone call is happening and what happens so
4: yeah so i said what the tom arnold role and he said no the schwarzenegger role and i went what (laughs) and uh but careful what you wish for because i've always wanted to shoot the gun punch the guy kiss the girl crack the joke yeah and i get to do that in this you know so great yeah and the cast is great ginger gonzaga is amazing Matthew Lillard, who you saw in the clip, he mm-hmm. was phenomenal.
1: Helped boost our energy. Okay. Used to ball with him back in the day at the NBA E League. And is it true that uh, that Tom Arnold is going to show up?
4: Tom Arnold, yes, and he was awesome. Cool so funny, that? so cool. Um, and you know, it's really cool that your best performance is like a blockbuster hit action flick directed That's, by James Cameron.
1: That is incredible. Yeah, he was he was great. He gave us like the blessing. So have yeah. you have you and Arnie? conversed about this have you and schwarzenegger oh no no
4: Why once are... i fa- found out that yeah. i was doing the yeah true lies tv show i swore to never do the accent again out of respect <laughs> for the man i'll never do it
1: <laughs> i'll never do this did it, you used to do it all uh, the time who didn't right who didn't of course <laughs> yeah right it's like no matter his films but so you know ne- you didn't reach out to him or or, or have somebody uh, what to- are you crazy? I don't know. I would reach used this. out to him. Yeah. I'm
4: horrified what? that he even is aware of it. Keep it away from like why? Because he's an icon, and yes. I grew up
1: with him. Okay.
4: I saw Conan in the theater. I saw Terminator in the theater. Yeah. I saw True Lies in the theater. Yes. And now I'm doing like his role in like the TV show version. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm. They knew I wasn't an Austrian bodybuilder. <laughs>
1: I, 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 they hired you anyway. They
4: hired me anyway. Right. Not as not as you know, a Little taller, but you know, <laughs> I, it, it's it's a it's a it's a blessing. It's a dream come true. We had so much fun. task Is awesome. I hope people tune in and like
1: it. So, uh, I, I, am I wrong to say that I I believe Sch- Schwarzenegger's best movie is The Running Man? Am I am I off on that? Wow. I, I, you just I like buyer- men in tights. No, 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 no. Uh, You know, Jesse Ventura, when he was the body, not not yet the mind. Yes. He was in it. They were all in Uh, it. Jim Brown was in it. Jim Brown was in it? Yes, of course. Jim Brown was in it. Richard Dawson Dawson. playing the evil game show host. (gasps) Yes. Maria Conchita Alonso. Let's not not forget her. Brilliant movie. It is brilliant. They tried
4: to remake it, they tried to do it. I don't know how you're going to do that. You couldn't do it because of the technology. But they're redoing True Lies. Redoing True Lies. Fantastic, they, man. They tried to do uh, a
1: Total Recall. Nope. Yep, nope. They got it. Nope, nope. So, well, congratulations on this, Thank man. you so much. Thanks so, for having me. I watch your show. It's really cool to be here. Thanks, thank brother. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, and great I, show. Thank you for, for, for saying that. I yeah. appreciate it. Let's jump into your basketball career. Oh, Put it up, Mr. Hoskins. Who is this That's young man from Northeastern Junior College? In Sterling, Colorado. Whoa! Who is number 44 in your program? Yo, look at those socks. Number one in your heart. <laughs> well, the socks meet the shorts. Look at the socks. I to be honest socks. with you. I don't know what's going on with the knee highs. What, wow. What, is, what are we looking at, Steve Howie? What are wow. we looking at? Wow, we're
4: looking at a dude who uh wore forty-four. Huh. Um I played shooting guard. Okay. On offense yeah. and I played uh, power forward on defense.
1: Oh, so you you had the sharp elbows? Is that I, what you're doing?
4: I had I had low center gravity and I would take dudes look at you knees
1: out. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, but what is with the knee highs on the north the, the, the northeastern basketball team? What that? Is was that? the
4: look. Okay. That was it. Ninety what was seven?
1: Okay. Ninety yeah, eight. that didn't,
0: was a look back then. That Go was
4: ahead. it. Keith Van Horn. Yep. Yep. It was all. It was.
1: Were you the Keith Manhorn of this team, Steve? (laughs) I wouldn't call. No. So Uh, no, I was not. What's the most you've ever scored in a game? When when (laughs) did you? Give me the one time where Steve Howie took things over, and uh, um, and lit up the scoreboard. Well, yeah,
4: I started when I was a freshman in high school. Okay, and so I was like really, you know, it it was like my dad was freaked out that I wasn't going to go to college, and he was like, I like basketball, and he's like, you're going to get a scholarship. And I was like, okay. So he put me in all these things, tra- moved in, in my senior year, went to this junior college, had aspirations to go to another university after the two years. Yes. And I just couldn't do it anymore. I, was, I, was, I worked out so much. Uh, Myoplex just came out, this protein powder. Oh, no. I was yeah. trying. I was trying. Know. I was trying. And there was a dude on my team named Fat Man. Devon Ford, and he was anything but. He was an Adonis. He had an Mm eight-pack, eight Twizzlers. That's it. He would dunk in socks. He would would go down the floor and shoot a three, and while the ball was in the air, he would call out our uh, full-court defense. Knowing that. He would shoot it and go, four, four. And he would turn around on his defender, and he was like, bro, what are you doing? And then the ball would swish. He just couldn't hold a number-two pencil to save his life. (laughs) I mean, the dude was—I mean, the dude was uh, uh, amazing. <laughs> but he did play overseas. He did play overseas, and uh, if he sees that, I'm sorry, bro. That's just a joke. It's not true. <laughs> But uh, we weren't <laughs> academic scholars because we were at a junior college. You're at so. the JC level. We, yeah. Okay. So there were some like, some, like, you know,
1: street dudes there. But and that's some serious competition. I, I understand it's not D1, but junior college. Oh, you, for real. There's some people who could play. Because
4: they all play D1 afterwards. Sure. Because they get two years of experience, then the school doesn't
1: have to pay the full ride. And they kick it up. Yep. And so... When you showed up to the 2004 NBA Celebrity All-Star contest, Uh-oh. you brought some game with you. Is what you're saying? I mean, we. Oh. <laughs> I could see. We, Do we, you we, see we, we have the towel on your head? Oh is it what, wow! What we got here, number thirteen. You really
4: did it, huh? Oh, you yeah. really? You got pictures. Your staff on, Steve, got pictures. Steve,
1: it's called Getty Images. It's not like it's difficult, <laughs> but I mean, where did you get these? There, there you are. Google. Google? It's, it's, it's <laughs>
4: okay you see the towel on the head yes so uh uh bill lambier called me the shaw of reba because i was on the reba mcintyre show that during that time so, he's the where... Shaw of reba look at steve Howe. that's my that's not Peter Lambier. bill, walton. Bill walton. Oh, bill oh, walton bill walton yeah bill
1: lambier by the way um do you know he has a history here in hollywood bill lambier what do you mean bill lambier was one of the slea stacks from land of the lost fact Before he went into his basketball career, they used his height to be, you know, I I might be dating myself with Land of the Lost. I'm a 53-year-old man. But there are credits where you see William Lambeer on the end of Land of the Lost. When I was on a Saturday morning kid sitting there in Staten Island seeing the Sleestacks, not knowing I would despise one of the gentlemen inside that outfit (laughs) once he got to Detroit to play basketball to prevent my New York Knicks from going anywhere. But that said, you showed up at the all-star game. Bill Walton was calling you the Shaw of the Shaw of Reba. Now it makes sense that it's Walton instead of Lambeer. But uh, so Ashton Kutcher was your coach. Is that what, is that what I'm to understand Uh, for the day? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> for the day he just what I was mean, it like he playing he, in this all-star game in 2004 he, in los he angeles he didn't have the,
4: the 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 care to put on a uniform yeah I he mean, just yeah he. Had, no, not the love of look basketball at look at that he's wearing yeah look at that frankie muniz bill bellamy in okay, the house look at you
1: and michael Rappaport right next to him is that shaggy Yes, it is. Wow, it is Shaggy. What about uh, um, Kevin? Now that's Hart? Sean Paul. This Kevin Hart, right Sean there. Sean Paul.
3: I think that's Sean Paul. Is it? I can't next tell. To I have next eyes. To, in front of Richard Jefferson. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, next to
4: Mark McGrath. Richard Jefferson, and right
1: there's and there's Kevin Hart. So you played hoops with Kevin? Did oh, you? Oh, Kevin.
4: See? Yeah, Kevin. We were. I was sitting on a uh, a couch of his, and this was eighteen years ago. Okay. And he yeah. looked at me and he said, "I'm going to be the biggest thing in the world." And I was like, all right, man, whatever. <laughs> and then our lives just went. And, like, yeah, we played Kevin, uh, Snoop, um, who I was just in a movie in, day mm-hmm. shift, uh, at the NBA E-League. That was good times. We played at Crossroads High School uh, every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian McKnight would light me up. <laughs> Brian McKnight, the R&B singer? Yes, oh, he's good. He's mean. What do you he, mean? Oh, he's mean. That dude's ruthless. He would just he would just talk, can I cuss? Probably not. He would just he, talk mad smack.
1: Brian McKnight. Yeah, okay. and he would just like dart a three in your eye. Um, and, I then, was, and then curse you out while doing it.:
4: No, he would just quietly smooth it. Oh. I, I liked it kind of.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's
4: smooth and he, he had game, and okay. then, but I had like I'm way more comfortable as an actor. Mm -hmm. than i ever was as a hooper okay i my ego because my body couldn't do what my mind and soul wanted (laughs) look at you and i and so now that i'm an actor we are all as one
1: by the way, which is the most Bill Walton thing I think anyone can say. is <laughs> the greatest. Just, if we had just written down, what you, written down what you just said and have him read it, the mind and the body the, the, couldn't the, do what my heart was saying, <laughs> and then I became an actor, it's and so now good. it's all one. It's so yes. He's the best. He's still doing it. Do you watch, I don't know, every now and then on the NBA League Pass, Walton does his version of the Manning cast on football. Him and Jason Benetti are doing like it, it, he, he just sits there And the game's coming down to the last second, and you see the game on the right, and he's sitting there just talking about Mount Kilimanjaro is one of the most beautiful mountains (laughs) to climb. And somebody's, like, shooting a three to try and win a game at the buzzer. look, if you can do a show
4: while on acid, it's it's commendable. I mean, I think that we should, like, praise this man and give him his flowers, because he's on ayahuasca and doing a show at the same time
1: ayahuasca was a guy who used to shoot an incredible hook shot <laughs> yeah. steve howie here on the rich Eisen show from true lives which is on tonight uh tonight 10 eastern CBS. every single wednesday on cbs are you from texas is that where you're from or you're in Texas? Plus. sorry i'm
4: there too it's a- i was born in san antonio okay. and then grew up in socal
1: okay so do you have a specific team any teams that you root for or anything like that or no not really
4: no, nah, man. Like you know, You're I like. A nomad? I like. Yeah. Okay. I I, I like the Cowboys, just because my brother, um, was a fan forever. Okay. All right. Um, you know UCLA USC was always fun. Okay. You know I I I've hooped with the O'Bannons. Remember them? Of course. Yeah. So, that's some camp. So that was
1: cool. Uh, hooping with the O'Bannons sounds like a great TV show. By the way, as well. With the well, deal, well, you done it. Fantastic.
4: If it's too much work, I don't want I'll just, just <laughs> hire me and tell me what I have to memorize. I stand here. Let's do it. I do that. I I, I love acting. Yes. But once we once they say yeah action, mm-hmm. and then right when they say cut, I'm like, Ugh. what do we do now?
1: Get <laughs> to go back to the real world. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: But um, okay. this 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 show that that um, True Lies yes. uh, at Wednesday yes ten ten nine o'clock. Central yeah tonight. Uh, Tonight on CBS and Paramount Plus yes, was one of the hardest things I've ever done and one of the most enjoyable. Okay. Why not? It was just, you know, careful what you wish for because you just might get it. Yeah, yeah. This action stunt thing, give it to the stunt people. They're a different breed. They want to do it, Mm -hmm. and then they know they're going to get hurt, and they still do it. I didn't know that. I didn't know stunts meant hurt. Pain <laughs> broken. I, I, I pulled my left quadricep. Oh my I snapped goodness. my finger back and broke that. What the hell? I hurt my back. I went to the, I'm going to name drop right now. Go for it. But I went to the uh, John Wick 4 premiere, <sighs> which is the most insane stunt movie I've ever seen. Keanu Reeves is an alien, the, it, it, and it's relentless. It Go see it. It's awesome. I was sitting next to Bob Odenkirk. Okay. And he did nobody. Mm-hmm. with the same kind of stunt team right and i told or i was telling him and he's like yeah no he's like let the stunt guy do it and i'm like yeah well <laughs> i didn't know that i wanted to do it i wanted to do the stunt so this true lies was really cool because it was the first time that i really got to do all my stunts <clears throat> not all right my the, the the stunt guys were amazing they go through real glass i didn't know if you knew that real glass real glass how about that And the thicker the glass, like this wall, they'll uh, charge it with an explosive. Oh. So it shatters, right. but they land
1: on real glass. Mm. Every time they come up, bleeding, cut. Didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Now I do know that. These are all true. These are not true lies. These are true truths right here. Lying truthfully. Um, So you did all your stunts in Shameless? Yeah. Is this... You look good, man. Insecure. You're fine. What are you insecure about? It? It's so funny. Before we come on yeah. the air, and he's like, doing "Oh, something here with we go." Hair. No, he did something with your hair, yeah, CBS and I'm like, is I'm gonna a, love this." No, I said, "I said, boy, I would love to have whatever problem you think you're having right now." <laughs> yeah, for real.
4: No, I know. The thing is, though, is I'm on the off season. You know, we had a good season. I'm in the off season now. I'm, um, I'm doing. I, once I get back into preseason,
1: okay, that's and, when you're gonna get for, for season two. Have we been picked up yet? what do we do
4: your mouth to God's ears okay I don't
1: good. you know all right were in hell of a run on shameless though shame 11 seasons you must get that all the time walking around and walking about right
4: and then six seasons of Reba before that right and so now I have um parents and their kids coming up to you yeah like not kids like sure. young kids but like 20 year olds who, I call 20 year olds kids who comes now.
1: up to you and talks to you about shameless
4: um some of the smartest people i've ever met in my life like really like cool people right they're like i was standing in line at the grammys Mm -hmm. and this kid was like oh man hey i i i really liked your show shameless you're Mm -hmm. one of my favorite characters and i was like oh cool man thank you so much who are you what's your name he's like oh hey i'm steve lacy and i'm like steve lacy the musician and he's like yeah and i'm like dude i have your song in my phone i'm so sorry i didn't know He's like, oh no, it's fine. So gracious and humble. Okay. Yeah, and and uh, people really love that show because I think Shameless, they were. um, You either feel better about the way you were raised (laughs) watching that show, or you relate to it so well that you're like, that's my life. And so it's
3: a win-win situation.
1: Different, all different levels. Yeah, well, I know you. You want to ask him a question about Shameless? TJ? Oh well,
3: we got just a question. But you know, I was a big fan, and I think maybe it's because you see a lot of TV shows, right, with family life. But I feel like Shameless. I think there's a lot more people closer to having that type of life than some of the, you know, the the, oh. the pretty stuff. The, you know, the you know, kumbaya stuff that we yeah. see. I think probably. A lot more relatable. I mean, Frank is hard to relate to. You would hope that no one has a father like him. But I think family-wise, you know, this family's always struggling and, yeah. and, you know, trying to make it. And they're always getting right there but not getting there. And I think that that was just relatable for a lot of people. And you and know what it was, though? And you and V, your relationship, that was just oh, well, she's a, great, an angel. That was a great relationship. That you she's got a new show.
1: Had. So what What do you think it is, then?
4: Um, what you were saying, its it was the writing. Um, you know the writer is everything and um john wells one of the smartest people i've ever met in my life
1: well he's he, a
2: legend
4: he's it was his show it took right. him eight years to get shameless from the uk to the states uh-huh. and it was so worth it because it, it was his family he was it was just brilliant the 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 writing was so good and uh, everybody was on book, and it was like You're on book. You got it. the word is the thing; it's chiseled in stone. And I went to John, and I was like, "Can I improv some stuff?" And he was like, "I don't care what you say, as long as it tells the story." And I was like, "Oh wow, okay." But my improvs were never as good. Sometimes, sometimes I would improv a lot, depending on what it was. His his words were always better.
1: Huh. Well, that's the way it works out. Yeah, you, you got a good William Macy story.
4: I mean, I mean yeah what do you i mean what i don't know
1: i don't know just uh, just give me what you got
4: so he was in wild hogs he rides um i have a harley and another actor on the show in that first second season was uh, justin chatwin he rides harleys so bill's like we need to do a ride shameless riders and i was like (laughs) all right so we rode from la to aspen colorado and uh, but we first went to San Francisco but that mm-hmm. LA to um Aspen yes was like we saw each other in a different light and i remember just being in this thing like wind rash and road driven and we go into this nice place cuz because Bill's bougie, and he stays at nice places. And he's like, we might be riding Harleys, but we're staying in nice places. And I was like, you, you, you're doing it. He's not shameless. So we went into this really nice place, yeah. and we got, jumped our, uh, dropped our stuff off, went into the restaurant, and we're going to sit down, and no one's there. But Justin comes in, and I go, what is that? What is that smell? And he's like, oh, I felt like I stunk, so I put some cologne on. And I'm like, dude, we're on Harleys. You know what I mean? I can't smell that. I need, this is olfactory rape. I don't need, I need to have my nostrils so I can taste the food. I was like, dude, no, I'm sitting over here. And I sat on the table and Bill's like, we're sitting together. We're going to, we're sitting together. And I go, no, I can't smell him. He's like, should I go take a shower then? Or he's like, sorry, dude. And I was like, and I was just hungry and hangry and me. And Bill's like, we're sitting together. We're sitting together, and he slammed his head. He says, "We're sitting together," <laughs> and we looked at Bill. Me and Justin looked at Bill and went, oh. "It's the first time he like let it out." And so we're all, like, we're sitting together. <laughs> so Justin goes out, and he's bathing. There's a campfire out there. He's bathing in the smoke to try to get the <laughs> cologne <laughs> away. He comes. I know we're just a bunch of actors. These just like tools. <laughs> and so we come out. Had a great dinner, but um, that I love real raw emotion and bill's such a shy guy he's brilliant he's a brilliant mind yes and when we he would come into set and he'd be like hello hello how's everybody doing and action you know i think and they would go into frank and you could it was we would do scenes mm-hmm. and then it would be my uh cue mm-hmm. for my line and i would go oh i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry Let's go again. I was watching him. I would watch him. <laughs> yeah. I would just be behind the bar, just watching him.
1: And you'd miss your. You'd miss, I'd miss my. I'd totally in your own world. Because I'm
4: listening to what he was saying. Yeah. Because it was sure. so brilliant. He was a he was a great mentor. Reba was a great mentor. John Wells was a great mentor. I was very lucky to have amazing, smart people that were kind and decent and, uh, you know
1: pretty cool man pretty cool and steve uh congrats again on true lies thank airs you. tonight every wednesday 10 eastern on cbs don't forget the paramount plus portion of it certainly here on roku check it out with steve howie at steve howie on twitter and instagram come back anytime brother thank I you appreciate what yeah, you said about being here on the program man. no i
4: this the show's great thanks, you guys pal. got a great thing going on
1: thanks pal really appreciate it Steve thank Howie you. here on the rich eisen show uh jets and clippers news uh-oh that means we hear about paul george oh huh? no that's coming up next EG. Rich Eisen Show Radio Network back with our live Roku channel stream. Sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, com or just stop by. All right, I guess Brockman's got a little something for the rest of us. It's like Festivus. Go. All right. Um, uh,
0: what do we want first? Do we want uh, Jets news or no? Well, let's give Clipper news
1: because I'm sure he wants to know about Paul George yeah. first. What do you got? All
0: right. According to Adrian Wojnarowski, uh, after some imaging today, Paul George sprained right knee, Whew. reevaluated in two to three weeks. Oh, expected God. to be out the rest of the regular season. That's nine more games. But timeline for a possible return in the playoffs will be clearer when he's reevaluated. <sighs>
3: Actually, sprain that—that's—that
1: that's means the it's best case scenario is like, a little tear,
0: a little teeny tiny maybe. A tiny. I that's was expecting like the worst. think he's going to have to play through some soreness in the playoffs.
1: Where are the Clippers right now? Do we have this? Do we have the standings? We're in fifth um, right now. Where are you right now? I believe fifth? in fifth. I like- and, but in the West, but two three straight losses can put you right in the play-in tournament. Uh, so the Clippers are thirty-eight and thirty-five. We're
3: game up on the Warriors. Look at the Warriors
1: getting out of the play-in tournament that's right now. That's Huge for them. Uh and then um there's the Thunder having just beaten the Clippers last night. That was a big W. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um and Look so at all
0: four playing playing teams, a half game. Wow. It's, it's and bad. the Lakers
1: are just a half game out of the play in tournament tied with the Pelicans. The Blazers are out. I mean yeah, I think uh um, yeah, was like I think was, he was, I think he, there, was I think he was right about that. And then there were the Suns still in a home playoff position despite Durant being out. Um, they don't have Ayton tonight. Mm-hmm. He's missing his second straight game, not just for the Suns, but for, <laughs> for, for your the defending champion fantasy basketball team oh, for at least five more days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I, I mean, it's Kawhi time, huh? Yeah. Who's I- going to step up? Is it... Kawhi's going to step up. Team
3: man's going to have to step up. You know Batum. Uh, hopefully Norman Powell. He's been out since. How about, how
1: about a little Bones Highland? How about we roll roll a little Bones Highland? Highland hasn't really been getting a lot of runs.
3: So At maybe all. maybe so. You know Russ he's is playing great. He's figuring out his role on the team. And the one thing about Russell Westbrook that you you obviously can't teach hustle. You can't teach effort. And you watch this guy out there, and it's I've seen him get so many baskets just on the strength of Russ. Just pushing the, yeah, Push pushing the action, yeah, pushing the action, yeah, right. going for balls. As like, you, know, you know, it know.
1: unfortunately leads to uh, turnovers on occasion or bad threes or something like that. But they just, I think it's now that Paul George is out for the rest of the regular season, uh, pretty huge that Russ was just sitting there on the street Absolutely. for them to go sign.
3: Yeah, and like I said, t- spraying two to three weeks. Gives you hope right, that he can make he's gonna come back. Yeah, now what? <laughs> now,
1: what? This is great news for you, actually. Uh-oh. Oh, what do you got? Great news. You like wide receivers?
0: Do you like fast wide receivers?
1: Don't tell me Odell Beckham Jr. is like choosing the Jets. Super Bowl winning
0: receiver. You're oh. not
1: telling me. Shut up. What do you got for
0: uh, me? The Jets one year deal with Miko Harvey. Oh,
1: okay. 6.5 million. Oh, I like that a lot. He tried uh, to play you a little bit I on got, that. No, just, no, 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 no. Hey, 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 hey. Harvey's. Make fun of this as, as I'm you I'm not. Will. I'm not. No, no, no. no make fun great. of what I'm about to say. Oh, yeah. I, I was disappointed yeah. they lost Braxton Berrios to Miami. I thought, oh, God, here we go. Braxton Berrios is going to be one of those guys that <laughs> that that McDaniel is going to scheme open and sure. he's going to run for days. And they he's going to run for passes, days yep. and he's going to beat the Jets. And I was disappointed about that. I like this move a lot. Yeah, he's good. You know, you know who probably likes it a lot too? A lot of jet sweeps. Next quarterback of the New York Jets probably likes it. Omar Jackson? Nope. Well, can we get Mike? No. Mike on the phone? Everybody keep having fun. He's coming. Who's he? Same intensity. Same he. Who's Same he? intensity. You got it, buddy. This fall. More likely to make the Pro Bowl
0: Aaron Rodgers or Mac Jones?
1: Mac Jones. Because Rodgers will decline the invitation. For two reasons. One, he's because he's playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> ah, here we go. <laughs> or two, it's because he's been there done that. Going back he's to, need, the, back he's to need, the darkness? He doesn't need to be part of the Omaha Productions, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, drill fest. He doesn't need to stand there in Vegas and try and hit a target 30 yards away. He doesn't need to do that. So Matt can do that. Okay. As the fifth alternate for the, alternate. For the Patriots team that misses – because Aaron Rodgers is coming to sweep the Patriots this year for the Jets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no chance.
1: Okay. Oh. <laughs> no chance. Same intensity. Nicole Hardman is a nice pickup.
0: Okay. He's nice. It's a good one.
1: So, the
0: Falcons wanted him.
1: Lazard and Hardman and Wilson. I don't know what's going to happen with uh, Elijah, Elijah Moore. Moore. That's what I was I, just I, about to ask. There's you. no reason to trade him, though. He's, he's, he's on his rookie deal. The second round pick. There's no reason you could work him in.
0: I mean, he's yeah. pissed. Last year, he's not getting but any guess targets. Guess what? He's
1: going to get targets. He's really good. Well, from where? When? From Aaron Rodgers. When he arrives. When he's going to arrive? Because he's coming. Elijah Moore's trending right <laughs> now. I want everybody to just remember this moment. In time, All right. that everybody believes <laughs> yeah. Rodgers isn't coming. No, I believe he's going okay. There. Fine. Or there's something's gonna happen, <laughs> gonna or happen. you know, okay. If
3: I'm the Packers, I'm trying to get Elijah Moore in that deal. Say it again. If I'm the Packers, I'm gonna try to get Elijah Moore in the deal. Then you're not gonna get anybody in the deal except future picks.
1: <laughs> future picks. Who well, can't hurt? I gotta ass. get a human being.
3: Well, pick a pick is a human being. There. Rich
1: <laughs> with a smile.
0: Wait till we get D Hop this week.
3: Stop it. That's not happening.
1: You know that's not happening. Okay. Same intensity. C.J. Stroud is currently on NFL Network right now talking about the Patriots staff, Panther staff meeting them. It's nice, nice that they came out. Nice, nice meeting him. <laughs> By the way, wait to everybody if you haven't seen yet all the video of all the Panthers going, staff and crew dapping him up. It's coming tomorrow as well
0: in 24 hours it's going to be bryce said he Young. Didn't
1: talk with the Panthers much about the particulars of football is mostly about getting to know him as a person that's good to know getting to know yeah, we have you. a real estate agent
0: uh, recommendation for charlotte get it
1: get it i hear you and i totally understand why you're saying it and why everyone's oh. saying it now bryce young's going to throw tomorrow folks and it's going to flip the script it's going to flip the script until monday Daniel Jeremiah has pegged Bryce Young as the first overall selection of the draft. What, you don't think the Teppers are going to go to Alabama and meet Bryce Young too? That's
0: what I mean. They're going to go on to Tallahassee on Monday. It's it's going to be, you know, a week of this.
1: Meet the kids. As they should. Meet the kids. (laughs) Very good. Thanks to Steve Howey and uh, Mike Florio and Kyle Brandt. That wraps up this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We will chat with you on Thursday and wrap up this Wednesday show on the Roku channel in a sec.